Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for being here. Whether you're listening on the radio, online, or on our daily podcast, thank you for being here. Today, author and teacher Eric Barger begins to look at the occult and its massive presence in our culture today. Watchman on the Wall is here to bring clarity to the chaos and encourage us that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. One of the ways we do that is with our free e-newsletter, A Moment of Prophecy. Timely articles and messages of hope and encouragement delivered to your inbox. Sign up today. Visit swrc.com or simply call 1-800-652-1144. We are just eight days away from our next in-person conference. This is a huge conference featuring 11 speakers over two full days. Friday and Saturday, March 25th and 26th in Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Get all the details by visiting the events page of our website, swrc.com, and click on Events. The Tri-Cities, Tennessee Mega Conference, next Friday and Saturday, March 25th and 26th. Registration is free, but less than 100 seats are still available. So make sure you register today, swrc.com. Staff evangelist James Collins and Eric Barger are here to discuss how the occult has permeated culture and how Christians can prepare and be fully equipped to fight back. I'm blessed to have Eric Barger back with me today on The Watchman on the Wall. After spending two decades immersed in the world as a record producer, rock musician, drug addict, and practicing New Ager, Eric was saved by the grace of God and called into ministry. Today, he is a well-known Bible teacher, author, speaker, and expert on Bible prophecy and the occult. He's a frequent guest on our program and a longtime friend of this ministry, and today Eric is here to talk with me about his book, entertaining spirits unaware. Brother Eric, welcome back. Thanks for being on the program with me today. I'm only so glad to do it, Brother James. Thank you. Well, Eric, there's a tremendous amount of occult influence in today's culture. I mean, it's it's in everything, from cartoons to comic books, from movies to magazines. Today, people are just bombarded with occult images and references. Now, why do you think pastors and churches don't address this topic? I think the entire culture, including the Christians, we've all been, to some extent, we've been desensitized about these things, and it's been a slow but sure conditioning process about the world of the occult and about other forms of evil, too. But this is one that got my attention once I became a Christian, and I've been a New Ager, and I believed in some of the things that many of the hardcore New Agers today believe in. And so I just felt like I needed to speak out about it, and one thing became another, and I started speaking on it, and then started researching for the book. And this book, honestly, it's about 300 pages. It could have been bigger than it is, Mm -hmm. because there's so much of it. The reason pastors don't speak out about it, I had this in one of my messages about this, when I go out and speak on it in conferences and churches, but... Christian homes are suffering under a type of curse because of a lack of knowledge. 
And I think some of us feel overwhelmed by what's happening in the culture around us. This is not a defense of pastors who are silent on these issues, but a lot of them don't know exactly what to say, and that's why they bring somebody like me in to talk about it, and I try to do it in a balanced and biblical way, in such a way that I don't condemn people who have bought into these things. And, you know, the very very powerful entertainment modems all around us that promote these characters who basically are into forms of white witchcraft or what looks like good occultism, and there's actually no such thing in reality. White witchcraft comes from the same source that black witchcraft comes from. And years ago, I saw a debate of Anton LaVey and a couple of ministers and the Catholic priest. And the only thing I've ever heard Anton LaVey say when he was alive that I agreed with was when he said, there's no such thing as white magic. It's all dark. I think a lot of people don't know exactly how to address these things. They don't want to alienate uh, their people, especially don't want to alienate young people don't want to run them off, but there are standards God has for us. And I think we need to pass on those standards to young people and to parents so they can make better biblical decisions, and pastors need to be doing that. And a lot of times, there's only so much time in the week that you get the attention of people to be able to speak to them or preach to them, be able to teach to them. And so maybe it's just because they don't have the time to research or feel like they can really do the job they need to do in talking about these issues. Well, in the book, Entertaining Spirits Unaware, Eric, the first half focuses on the nine forbidden practices that the occult world uses, as found in Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 through 13. Now, would you explain that passage and its importance? There's a chapter on each one of these nine forbidden practices, as we call them, but I should probably define the word occult as we go into this. It's the Latin word occultus, and it means things hidden, things in darkness, things left unrevealed, and literally it means the practices of sorcery and divination. And that includes a broad spectrum of different practices from witchcraft to psychics to astrology to Satanism to the practices of the New Age movement and on and on. And in Deuteronomy 18, it's the clearest view we have of God's will for us and of God's view about the world of the occult. And I recognize this comes from the Old Testament. It does come from the law of the first five books. But Deuteronomy 18 says, When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. Now, think about that passage in relation to our relationship with God. As we become Christians, God is saying to us, don't do the abominations of the nations are around you. Don't be involved with them. And that also means don't be entertained by them. In other words, to just say that, oh, well, it's just entertainment or it's just fantasy and it's not real to me or the excuses I've heard through the years. In fact, part of the addendum in Entertaining Spirits Unaware, and the book's been updated twice since I wrote it, which was back in 2000, part of that addendum was the answers that I gave to questions and to letters we received about the book, usually from young people, usually defending the watching or being entertained by some of the things that are out there and were out there at the time and still out there today, I felt it was very instructive to be able to explain to people we're not to be involved with these things. And even if it's just fantasy and not reality to you, you are being entertained by something that God's Word specifically forbids. 
He goes on at verse 10. I'm reading Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 through 12. If people want to get their Bibles and take a look or jot that down. There shall not be found among you anyone that makes his son or daughter to pass through the fire. And that was an occult practice. That was a deep demonic human sacrifice is what it comes down to. We know from history that the pagan god Molech, an image of him would be heated up in a fire. It was an iron image or a metal image. And they would literally lay a human sacrifice in his arms. And I don't want to get too graphic here and gross people out, but we're really no different because we're sacrificing babies and mothers' wombs, not on the altar of the god Moloch. Right. It's the same kind of thing. And Dave and I both point this out, my co-author Dave Benoit. So we're not to be involved in that kind of thing. The next passage there says we're not to be involved in divination and then an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch. And all those things could be put together to say we're not to be involved in forms of witchcraft or occultism or seeing or trying to see into the future or reading our astrology, those kind of things. It says, or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits, that's someone who speaks to spirits or gets information from them, or a wizard or a necromancer. Now, those are the King James words used there. You can read very, very clearly God's detest for the world of the occult, including trying to speak to someone in the spirit realm who's been alive and is now deceased. We're really not talking to anybody who's deceased in the spirit realm. We're talking to a demonic spirit. If you try to do that, you're talking to a demonic spirit who is masquerading as someone who has lived and is now dead. That's what necromancy is. And so God says in verse 12 very clearly, he says, For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them, the pagan nations, out from before thee. So those things are an abomination, but God also says if we're involved in it, we are an abomination to the Lord. And that's pretty strong stuff. I don't know of any other passage in Scripture. In fact, I can tell you there is no other passage that speaks so clearly and so strong about the world of the occult. We are to stay away from it. It's just that simple. It doesn't matter how popular it is or how well it's advertised from television or in magazines, books, etc., it's evil, and God makes that point, and he lists those things, I believe, through the pen of Moses. He lists those things to make sure that nobody misunderstands that these practices should be abstained from and should be exposed for what they are. We're to expose the fruitless seeds of darkness, Ephesians 5 says, and that's partially what our ministry does and has been created to do. And from the very beginning, I've spoken about these kind of things because of my background in the New Age movement. So this is a very clear passage, and people should take note of it. In addition, Eric, to these things being forbidden, as a follower of Jesus, I don't know about you, but I would just hate to be entertained by a sin that Jesus died for. It would just bother me, personally. And I want to talk about each of these forbidden practices. First, the passage in Deuteronomy speaks of passing through fire, and you mentioned that. Would you explain that ancient pagan ritual, and again, you write about it in the book, how our society is continuing it today? It could be very graphic if you explain what happens in this, but this was a worship sacrifice to the god Moloch, is really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. Now, there were other pagan practices that did virtually the same thing to some of the other pagan gods, but we know about Moloch, 
and we know about human sacrifice, baby sacrifice. I don't want to go any further than that for the sake of people listening, but it was a practice that obviously we don't do those kind of things today in public. It's not a worship sacrifice, but it comes out to be all the same. It comes out to being a death spiral. In the civilized world today, we would never ever think of sacrificing a baby to a pagan god. But now, I remember you wrote in the book that abortion is a sacrifice to other gods, the gods of pleasure and convenience. And I think that's a powerful statement. Would you just elaborate on that? It is a type of sacrifice to the god of convenience, especially because someone has decided that they don't want to have the baby that they're now impregnated with. And it is the same kind of thing. And by the millions, by the millions, we have sacrificed babies to the god of convenience, where a lot of people would be oh so happy to be able to adopt those children. But instead, it's more convenient for those who see it the other way and see it opposite from you and I and many of the listeners to do it. And, you know, I know there are listeners listening right now who have been through abortions. I know many of them, and I've known people who have been through it. I know many of them regret it, and it's an ugly, ugly thought to them, and I don't want to bring things necessarily back to their memory any worse than it already is, but thank God there's forgiveness and there's freedom through the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank God that he has given us a way out that we are not stuck in all of the things that we regret doing before we were saved. And you know, I was involved in all kinds of things, and if I would have died at any time before I was about 30 years of age when I received Christ, I would have gone to hell. And so it's understanding the forgiveness that we have and forgiveness for everything that we've ever done. And that can't be stressed enough, brother, because a lot of people, yeah, they're saved. Yes, they've received Christ, but they just can't come to forgive themselves for the things they've done. And I believe I'm speaking directly to somebody about that, probably a lot of people. We need to be forgiving of ourselves for what we've done. Not not complacent about it. Not trying just to say, well, it didn't happen, because it did. But with Christ, we can do all things, and we can come to a place of finding that forgiveness and that complete, total freedom. Eric, the next forbidden practice that you write about is divination or fortune-telling. Now, as believers, as Christians, the Bible makes it clear that we're to take no stock in what is spoken of or performed by witches, soothsayers, or occultists, correct? That's exactly right. And whether it's done in kind of a happy-go-lucky fashion or whether it's done in a very serious seance type of a setting, divination simply comes from the devil. No one knows the future except God Almighty. And I'll repeat that, nobody knows what's going to happen except God Almighty. And God has given us in his word prophetic understanding of some things in the future. Sometimes it's very pointed, sometimes it's general, but usually when we read God's word and we find prophecy, one thing we can count on happening, people that tell us that they can tell our future, they really can't tell our future. They're doing this either out of the psychology of looking at us and figuring out things about us, or they're being whispered in their ear by demons to tell them about something in our life that gives them information to tell us what might happen in the future. And I'll tell you what, if we begin to believe 
that people who are divining knowledge or our astrology chart, which is the next thing we're going to talk about here, any of that stuff, if we begin to believe that any of this is real and we come to a place where we put our trust in it, Satan will do whatever he can to set up scenarios to make us think it actually is real. I remember several years ago when Dionne Warwick did all of those commercials for the Psychic Friends Network, and I understand that their peak was bringing in $125 million each year, but they went bankrupt in 1998. <laughs> you would think that if they were really psychic, they would have seen that bankruptcy coming, wouldn't you? <laughs> that sounds like a line from one of my messages, because I bring that up, the exact same thing up, too. If, if they're really psychic, they would have seen the bankruptcy coming ahead of time, but... It's amazing what people will buy into if they think they can find out about what life is going to be like ahead, what those things are. And again, no one but God Almighty knows the future. It's just that simple. Amen. Well, you briefly kind of touched on it. You say in the book that demons really attempt to manipulate the future. They cannot foretell the future. Help me understand more about that distinction. Satan is the God of this world. And though God is in ultimate control, he has allowed Satan to have some constructive say. In other words, Satan can't create, but he can take a situation and pervert it. And if people aren't following the Lord Jesus Christ, if people aren't Christians, they can easily be manipulated, and situations can be manipulated. And if you believe that a particular event is going to happen in the future, and suddenly something that may look like or may be exactly like what you've been told was going to happen actually happens, then you begin to believe the next thing a psychic tells you or the next thing you read about your astrology sign. I usually say I used to be a, an Aries, and now I'm a Christian, because you can't be both. And if you say, well, I'll read it just for fun. Well, wait a second. You're right back to taking pleasure in something that God has spoken about so directly in his word. And will God put up with that? How long will he put up with it is the question before it becomes a tragedy for you or before you have to stand before him and give an account for why you did it. I've been visiting today with Eric Barger about his best-selling book, Entertaining Spirits Unaware. The book is available now. And you can order a copy by calling our toll-free number, 1-800-652-1144, 1-800-652-1144. The book is also available online at swrc.com. Eric, tomorrow I want to pick up where we left off. I want to talk about astrology. That sounds great. I'll talk to you then. This look into the occult in our culture will continue next time. Be informed and equipped for spiritual warfare with the books Entertaining Spirits Unaware and Disarming the Powers of Darkness. Both of these books by Eric Barger and David Benoit are available for you, your family, for anyone that is looking for a clear expose on the deceptions of the evil one. Find out how we can be victorious in a culture that is increasingly dark. Order both books for a gift of $35 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order online, swrc.com. We have many exciting conferences that are on our calendar for this year. 
in person and online, from Columbus to Las Vegas, Anchorage to Missouri. I've got some great information and some updates I'd like to take just a few moments to share with you about all of our upcoming conferences this year, including two brand new conferences that have been added to the schedule. To get the complete listing and to register for any or maybe more than one of the conferences, just simply go to our website, swrc.com, and click on Events at the top of the homepage. That's swrc.com and click on events. Our next in-person conference will take place in Tri-Cities, Tennessee, and we want to thank our friends at WHCB Radio for helping to host this special prophecy conference. We have 11 different speakers that are going to be presenting over two full days. Going to be taking place Friday and Saturday, March 25th and 26th in Tri-Cities, Tennessee. We have had a tremendous response from folks that have been calling and have been going online and registering for this special conference. In fact, we are at the 500 person mark. So that means that we have less than about 70 or so seats before we will be at capacity. Now, registration is free to this Tri-Cities Tennessee conference, but as you can tell, (laughs) seating has become very limited. So if you would like to be a part of this special mega conference, all you need to do is go to swrc.com and click on events and you can register there for the Tri-Cities Tennessee Conference, or you can simply just give us a call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Up next, after the Tri-Cities Tennessee Conference, a few days away from now, in April, we'll be going to Fort Wayne, Indiana, and we thank Greg Patton, who not only is a contributor here on Watchmen on the Wall, but he is also the pastor of The Cross Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and they will be hosting us for a very special prophecy conference, and we've got a special lineup of speakers. This Fort Wayne, Indiana prophecy conference will take place April 22nd and 23rd, and will feature Pastor Michael Hoggard, Jeff Kinley, Kamal Salim, Micah Van Huss, Larry Spargimino, James Collins, Larry Stamm, just an excellent lineup of speakers, also including Dr. Douglas Petrovich to talk about the latest archaeological finds across the world. Just a great lineup of speakers and topics. In fact, you can see the entire schedule for both days of this special conference when you visit the events section of our website. Just click on Fort Wayne, Indiana Prophecy Conference. Again, that'll take place April 22nd and 23rd. All the info there at swrc.com. Next, we move into the month of May, which when you really think about it, is not that far away. And we will be going to Wichita, Kansas, May 6th and 7th. Our good friend, Dr. Rob Linstead, will be hosting us there at his Christian school And we've already had a number of people sign up for this special conference. We have got, of course, Dr. Linstead will be speaking. And we also have Dr. Douglas Petrovich. Pastor Billy Crone will be there at the Wichita Conference in May, as well as Bill Federer will also be there. And we have 11 total speakers for this special two-day conference, Friday and Saturday, May 6th and 7th, and that will be 
in Wichita, Kansas. This will be the best conference, prophecy conference, in Wichita this year. At least we believe so. So make sure if you'd like to come to this special conference in Wichita, make sure you sign up today swrc.com and just click on events. Now, not only do we have in-person conferences coming up in Tennessee, Indiana, and Kansas, but we also have our next online virtual prophecy conference. It's our spring virtual prophecy conference that will take place May 20th through the 28th. Now, you might be saying, wow, that's a really long conference. That's a week long. Well, the way it works is we put the teaching sessions from lots of different speakers available on demand, and it's all completely online. And we do have to charge for this online conference to help pay for the website and all of those types of things. But what happens is, because it's on demand, you can watch on your schedule, on your smart TV, your tablet, your smartphone, your computer. You can watch as many times as you want between those dates of May 20th through May the 28th. It is the Spring Virtual Prophecy Conference, all online and all on demand. It starts May 20th, and you can watch, like I said, as many times as you want, all the way through May 28th. We've actually had some really good success with our online conferences. Of course, those started last year because of the COVID situation. But we've actually had a lot of people that have given us feedback and said that they appreciate and enjoy being able to watch the teaching sessions online on their schedule. So make sure you register for that as well. Up next in the month of June, this is one of our brand new conferences just recently added. We are so excited to be going to Anchorage, Alaska for the first time. We're coming back, but it's for the first time in many, many years. And we're going to be at Anchorage Baptist Temple in Anchorage, Alaska. And we have a wonderful lineup of speakers. We thank WATB radio station for helping make this a reality and make this happen. So to all of our friends in the Alaska and specifically Anchorage, Alaska and surrounding areas, make sure you register for this very special Prophecy Conference. It'll take place June 24th and 25th. June 24th and 25th in Anchorage, Alaska, again at Anchorage Baptist Temple. Another brand new conference recently added. Very excited about this as well. July 8th and 9th, we will be at the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. That's right, the Ark Encounter, part of Answers in Genesis and the Creation Museum. We are so excited. We're going to have from Skywatch TV, Derek Gilbert will be speaking. We've got just a wonderful lineup. Larry Stamm, Greg Patton will be there as well. And you get to see the Ark, and we've got a special guest speaker from Answers in Genesis that we'll be announcing in the coming days. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Wow, I didn't even get to the Summer Virtual Conference, our conference in Festus, Missouri in August. The one here in Oklahoma City in September, Columbus, Ohio, is the big four-day conference in October, or our second annual conference in Las Vegas in November. Wow, so many in-person and online opportunities to learn and to be encouraged. Check out the complete listing of events online at swrc.com forward slash events. Order the books Entertaining Spirits Unaware and Disarming the Powers of Darkness today by calling 1-800-652-1144. 
That's 1-800-652-1144. Tomorrow, Eric Barger returns to lay out a battle plan exposing the enemy for who he really is and showing us how to win this otherworldly war with the spiritual weapons already at our disposal. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.